Zero. Show great open teach. Toby and TJ back with you. A one and turkey bacon. Six o'clock on Saturday night. Oh, you can't state the golden flashes will be here. It's an ESPN Plus game. This is the uh, ESPN Plus game, folks. So uh, make sure you got the ESPN Plus before Saturday. No pay per views anymore, uh, but it's well worth signing up for if you haven't uh, done it already. We're all still navigating our way around. I was answering a question this morning from a fan. Wanting to know how they can watch last night's show on ESPN Plus, so we're all figuring it out slowly. But the game's on ESPN Plus on Saturday night. You got OSU Arizona State Saturday night six thirty. Tulsa gets Northern Illinois Saturday night up at Chapman Stadium. That's a six o'clock kickoff. And don't forget, we're starting King of the Mountain tomorrow. Week one, King of the Mountain tomorrow. If you don't get in in week one, you don't get in. Tomorrow or Friday, text us your King of the Mountain picks for week one in the NFL. Here is your slate in week one. Bills at Rams season opener on Thursday night. That's on NBC. Uh, Sunday, noon games. Saints go to the Falcons. Bears host the 49ers. Steelers at Bengals. Eagles at Lions. Dolphins and Patriots in Miami. The Jets play host to the Ravens. Jags at Commanders. Browns and Panthers. That's the one we all want to see, right? Baker Mayfield versus his former team. That's a noon game Sunday. Mike Colts are in Houston. Giants and Titans in Tennessee. Packers at the Vikings. Chiefs at the Cardinals. These are afternoon games, by the way. Packers at the Vikings. Chiefs go to uh, play... uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. That's a good one Sunday afternoon. Raiders and Chargers in L.A. The Sunday night game, your Dallas Cowboys against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And the Monday night game, week one, Broncos at Seahawks. The biggest favorite in week one. The Colts are a seven-point road favorite. The Ravens are a seven-point road favorite. The 49ers are a seven-point road favorite. So you're going to pick a team in the NFL to win just to win the game. Point spreads don't matter just to win the game. If your team wins, you advance to week two, but you cannot use that team again all year. Don't forget, when you text in your picks tomorrow or Friday, put your name or your nickname or something to identify yourself on the pick. If you just give us the phone number, that doesn't count. We cannot take your pick. you got to put your name on it in some regard. 
please put at least a last initial if you use your name because we're going to have a lot of Jameses, a lot of Bills, a lot of Scots, a lot of Steves. Uh, please put at least your last initial or your, you know, your nickname if you're uh, Reggie from uh, Fort Gibson or whatever. Go ahead and uh, whatever, however you want to identify yourself. Uh, so tomorrow or Friday, your King of the Mountain picks. Eventually, we're going to start with a couple hundred people or more, and then some of you are going to lose. We're going to get down and then down. We're going to get smaller, and then we'll be down to the last 30, and then we'll be down to the last 10, and eventually we'll have one winner. Uh, sometimes this thing goes quick because we have a bunch of upsets, and sometimes it takes uh, the majority of the season to determine a winner. But uh, we'll update you each week on the show. Uh, but be thinking about, looking about who you want to get your pick in with. Week one, 405-651-3439 is where you can uh, text in your picks. Um, by the way, TJ, uh, Chelsea has fired Thomas Tuchel this morning. A big Premier League news. Could be good news for Pulisic. He's been uh, buried on the bench. Hopefully this uh, means he can play a little bit more. I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, very good. Are you excited about the start of the NFL season, Teach? Um, nah. Eh. I just don't have faith in my team. I, actually, take that back. I don't have faith in my team's coach. Mike McCarthy. And so... While I think they've got some of the pieces that maybe they could put some things together, I just don't believe in them. So that makes it hard to get too fired up. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to watch. You know what I did last night for you? I watched the last episode of Hard Knocks. I waited until the end of the year. Is that the the only episode episode you've watched? That's it. That's it. (laughs) What'd you think? Oh, hang on. TJ's got a visitor. Got a visitor in there. Hi, Luann. So, um, Eminem was on it. That was cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he visited the Lions. Did, did you come away liking, uh, what's their coach's name? Uh, oh, big muscled up dude. Dan uh, Campbell. 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 Did you come away liking Dan Campbell? I, I already liked him. Yeah. Um, he, I, he, I don't think he's as big of a goof as I thought he was before. Before, I thought he was just a... He's a big emotional goof, because at the end, they asked him a question, and then he had to pause because he was going to break down in tears, and it was like... This was a long pause, like 45-second pause. And then he just finished it with the Lions can, and we will. <laughs> and it faded to black, and that's how the series ended. So <laughs> then they show Kyler walking out of the tunnel and said, you know, coming in November or whatever it said. So um, he was quite emotional there at the end. About that. I did like him for his nicknames that he calls people, like Cinnamon Sticks and you know, beautiful and whatever he would say to guys as he's walking up and twinkle toes. You need me to tie your sh- shoes, twinkle toes. And so he would often talk to himself Look about at you. You nicknames. enjoyed it. You enjoyed a little hard <laughs> so knocks. I did think about you watching it though. I'm like, uh, Toby's going to get on to me. I didn't watch it all year long and now watch the last episode while he's man. doing a coach's show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. You weren't watching on ESPN plus last night. I, I've, so I'll get it signed up, but I haven't yet. So, I need Katie to do it because the other one that we're going to have to bundle together is in her name and all that. So I've got to get her to switch it over to the full bundle. It's happening, though. It's happening, yeah. Remember, you got to verify it for Joe. I know. I'll verify it for Joe, and then, like I said, we'll figure out where to— t- I'm so excited. Charity-wise, where to get the money that all you people donated that I'm not <laughs> going to use for the ESPN+. Plus. I'm so excited for you. 
it sounds like I'm going to get it and not be able to find anything. So I'm excited, too. You are a professional streamer. I have complete faith in you. The only thing I worry about with you is, you know, you're going to be watching it in your Lazy Boy on your phone instead of on there your television. There is 100% chance everything on ESPN Plus is watched on my phone. Mm-hmm. 100% chance. And this is just out of sheer laziness. I, I, you know how to put it on your television. There's a weird way my brain works when it comes to the streaming. I just think there's for phone only. It's, I don't believe they're for the TV. It is for the TV. TV is for my uh, <laughs> over-the-air antenna or my cable. You think you're cheating on your cable I, I, if you put the streaming on your TV? There's something weird with my brain, and I'm just lazy with it, too. I'm really lazy with it. You know how to do it. Oh, yeah, I do it for Bronx all the time. He okay. watches stuff okay. on there, and then I'm like, I'm leaving the room. I'm going in there and watching Cox Cable how on the television. How did you watch Hard Knocks last night? Um... Uh, well, I have HBO, so I watched it. Oh, on it was HBO. on TV. Yeah, it was on TV. Know, right, yeah, right. yeah. It wasn't the HBO Max streaming app or no, anything no. like that. Okay. But I have that, but I'll only watch the Max on my phone. <laughs> 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 like the, the new House of Dragons. I started that, you know? Yeah. I could very well just punch it up on my television. And I, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> I don't know why. Netflix takes a simple push of a button. I watch it on my phone. Yeah. And if I'm watching it on my phone, sitting in the living room, I'll put something on I don't care about on the TV, like a repeat of Shark Tank or something, or a baseball game that doesn't distract me. You know, I'll just glance up at the baseball game while watching. You've got a secondary whatever option. it is on my phone. Yes. What if it's an OU game? Will you do it the same way? That I don't know because I've never come across. Well, how that. could you know? And yeah. I'll be at the game Saturday, so it won't. It oh, won't you've like, already established you're yeah, getting it won't, free tickets. It won't matter. <laughs> it won't matter. Lower bowl on Saturday. <laughs> So, I don't know. Maybe next year's ESPN Plus game. Well, basketball will be when we find out. We need to get you and uh, Bronx up to the booth. Even if it's just for a couple of series or something so he can see what it's like up there. I forgot to tell you this the other day. I didn't know where he's like, hey, you asked Toby uh, uh, if I can do the scene setter this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I said. He wants to do it again. I huh? said, no, that, that won't happen again. That's kind of a once in a lifetime thing, dude. Huh. Why is that? <laughs> he I nailed said, well, it. you were... He's one for one. I said, you were five. It was perfect. People love it. Like, you don't want to come back for a repeat because you can't ever live up to that. I'm like, you're not so cute anymore. Uh-huh. And he's like, well, I disagree with that, but well, you just ask him. Good said, question. Yeah. Can we still play the scene setters on my show? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just thought of that. Uh. <laughs> You know what? Uh, I think we can. I can record it in the st- stadium with my phone and play it back <laughs> through my phone on s- Monday. It's no good after. I know. Yeah, you got to play it before. Oh, it hasn't aired anywhere a- yet. It hasn't aired anywhere yet. Right? That's that's an interesting question. It's good Nobody owns question. that. Nobody owns that property. Until after it airs, right? You're going to get me wound up again. Yeah. Okay. What were we talking well, about? I, uh, him joking. He about, wants to do uh, the scene uh, setter. Uh, he wasn't joking. He wants to. He do it wasn't again. joking, but I told him you don't want to do that. Has his voice dropped yet? No, no. But uh, no, he can't ever live up to. I wouldn't let him do it again. Yeah, that's I mean, you true. can't live up to that, right? And there's no reason for him to do that. Because now, what would he come back and say? Uh, do you remember your seventh OU Texas? <laughs> <laughs> 
I've been to all of them now since I cut the thing. There's nothing like that sixth time I went to OU Texas with my dad. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a perfect batting average. He doesn't it, need to mess. It was it up. almost like you know what? Middle school. There's some new kids. They don't know why I'm the scene setter kid. All the I kids mean, at Cleveland knew. So I <laughs> gotta impress gotta them. Impress them. <laughs> no, we need to get him up to the booth sometime. Uh, let him let him uh, see Teddy in action. He would enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't care less. But um, you know, I got a. Uh, uh, I think you could read between the lines, and not even read between the lines. There are some things that Brent said. Yesterday, both in his press conference and at Rudy's, and Jeff Levy said the day before that kind of the post-mortem on how the offense played Saturday, that it sounds like, you know, the head coach has kind of chimed in, it sounds like, about the offense. I think he wants to see more Gavin Freeman, and I think he wants to see more Javante Barnes. That's the takeaway I got from, especially last night, talking about, how Barnes looked when he got out there and he's like, Gavin Freeman, uh, every time he touches the ball, he scores a touchdown. We need to get him on the field more often. Um, so I think we're going to see at least that on Saturday. I think you're going to see those two guys. I think they want to see more explosive plays. And yeah. That's kind of where those two come in. They're exciting. They're flashy. Right. And I don't, we, we talked about it. The offense was really good. It yeah, they good. scored on seven of ten possessions. Right. It was it was good. But it, we, we both said it. Kind of vanilla. So I'm fine with that. I'm fine with them not showing all their cards till they have to. I, I'm okay with that, too. If, and I, I don't if, expect As long as you're winning to, comfortably. Like, that's, that's something you hear with every team across the country the first few games of the year, unless they've got some, you know big kickoff game or something like that, that it's a big matchup, Florida-Utah or whatever it might be, but you kind of just hold stuff. And right. then as you go along, week two, week three, you start seeing more. You start seeing what the offense truly is. So I'm not surprised by that at all. They have the benefit of people not exactly knowing what they want to do yet. New coaching staff, conglomerate of different programs coming together. I mean, you know what Jeff liked to do in the past. You know what Brent liked to do in the past. But what is, how does that get tweaked now at Oklahoma? And you heard uh, the UTEP coach, Dana Dimmel, say, you know, we had to watch Clemson. We had to watch uh, Baylor. We had to go watch UCF. We had to look at their spring game. We had all kinds of different places to know exactly kind of what to expect. So the longer you can keep that a little bit hidden, the better. Um, but as far as players, you got a little bit of a sense that uh, Brent wants Jeff to play a few more guys. Let's get Jaden Gibson in there more. He didn't say the name Jaden Gibson, but that's me. I've seen Jaden Gibson. I think he's a, I think he's a, a problem. Let's see him a little bit more. Uh, let's see some of these other guys a little bit more, just to know before we get to Lincoln, before we get to Dallas, before the Kansas State game, a little more of uh, what you have. And I, Jeff said as much. I got to get more guys in. Brent said as much. I want to see this guy a little bit more. So I have a feeling we're going to see earlier and more often some of these other guys on Saturday. I've seen their schedule. Just keep it all hidden till Baylor. Baylor's the game, huh? Just unleash it then. <laughs> 
Not even the Cotton Bowl. That with the <laughs> ultimate slap in the face to uh, Texas is. We don't worry about that. We're going to hold yeah. some things back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need a break. Uh, we'll hit some of your text messages next. 405-651-3439 if you want to chime in. It's 818 on a Wednesday. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. WTJ back with you. RK Blatt brings you this hour. If you're needing copiers, fax, printers, document management, network solutions, whatever it may be for your small business, they can help you out right here in Oklahoma or in Kansas. Call the fine people over there at RK Black, 405-943-9800, or visit them online, rkblack.com. There are a lot of people very helpful with the uh, internet company you use. This person says he didn't join the show until 710, but if you're having issues, he can possibly help with that. I'm not sure how, but... All right, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to say it, but I have a lot... Come on, load. A lot of the Eric Gray stuff stems from the fact that there's a decent swath of our fan base that is just plain ignorant. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm not against Gray being a rusher for OU. I just think that Major should be the lead. He is better at the between the tackles. Gray's speed will help with the screen and stretch plays. Barnes will take Gray's spot if he takes a spot. His speed, his speed, a running power, make him deadly on the screen and stretch plays. At least I think so. Okay, leave that up for just a second. I'm not against Gray being a rusher for OU. I just think Major should be the lead. Okay, that that could happen in time. He's better between the tackles. Um, he's more physical between I mean, the tackles, yes. Tougher, yes, if, yes. If you're going to meet a man in the hole, he's going to try to run him over, and Eric's going to try to make a miss. So two different approaches there. Gray's speed will help with the screen and stretch plays. Okay, I agree with that. Barnes will take Gray's spot if he takes a spot. I don't know how good of a, I don't know how good a hands he has. I don't. Uh, Javante Barnes. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. Can he catch a pass? Because that's the major advantage that I think Gray has over Marcus Major right now. And you got to have a back out there you can throw the ball to. So maybe. Okay. Go ahead. Next one. I think people need to stop with the negativity towards Eric Gray. He had a great game. If you fuel this, we're going to have idiots out there chanting for another player like what happened last year with Caleb, which was embarrassing. Eric deserves better. All right. I don't know that the passion gets that deep with a running back. No. That they start the chant. but uh, It is just a weird game to be complaining about him after. That was my point. Is He went for 100 yards and played really well and had some a pretty awesome plays. So. I'm not about to come out and say that TJ should be the voice of the Sooners. <laughs> That's T-Row's role. But the morning show wouldn't be complete without TJ. Yes. We all have our roles, and OU fans should step back and accept that. Both are solid backs. <laughs> Look, Both. I want no part of the play-by-play gig for Oklahoma. I would love to hear that. Have you done any play-by-play? I want, yeah, years ago. I am terrible at it. Fully what admit sport? I'm terrible at it. I've tried football. And I did a little bit of basketball. I'm not good at it. 
My brain just doesn't work that way. See, I'm more of a smart aleck, come up with a funny one-liner, get people agitated. Go to the lake on the weekends. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just not I'm not a play-by-play guy. I, I'm, not, I'm not good at it, and I'm, I fully admit that. I have tried for years. If you're new to the show, I have tried for years to get TJ to do some color analyst work with me for OU Baseball. He's a very knowledgeable baseball guy. He knows OU Baseball. I think he would be great as a baseball color analyst. He won't do it. I, just, I know my limitations, and I'm. Don't you think you'd be good at that, though? We're not talking about play by play. We're talking about color. You sit there and you chime in with your baseball analysis. You know baseball. Deep down, I'm just a fan at heart, and it would be hard for me to oh. sit in that booth. You could cheer. I could see myself sticking my head out the window, too, and saying, Kurt, did you see that bleep? <laughs> you're afraid you Why couldn't. Why is he playing second base? You, you're afraid you would say something critical of the program as a color analyst. Or sit there grunting because I'm trying to hold back saying something <laughs> critical that would get me in trouble. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I think it would be fun. Of course, if you did say something cool, we could never replay it on our show the next day. <laughs> Baseball, we could. No. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Dad, gun that loophole. Uh, I never knew about T Row in the morning show shirts. How can a guy go about getting one of these beauties? Uh, does your brother have any of these left? We don't make shirts about our show here at the ref. <laughs> <laughs> we have a ref store on our website, and they got a bunch of cool shirts on there. So maybe someday. Would your brother mind if we stole this and put it back on our website? No, I don't think so. I mean, I'll ask him, but okay. I don't think okay. so. I think a, a shirt about each of our shows would be fun. I, I, how about a uh, A1 and turkey bacon shirt? That'd be good. That'd mm-hmm. be good. The only complaint I've ever had about this shirt is I've soft. always thought the football should be turned sideways as a dash. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. With you. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a great shirt. How many years ago was that shirt from? It's really old, and it's still really comfortable. I love it's this shirt. It's a good shirt. shirt yeah. I love it. I love the I, material. I like, I like 12 years ago, something like that? It's 10 years ago? I'm going to say it was before you had the play-by-play gig. You think so? I'm thinking 08 or 09, yeah. somewhere in okay. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, What game were these people watching? I saw a big improvement from Eric, Gray, Gay, <laughs> Eric Gray's Easy running now. between the tackles. Marlene from Bethany. Thank you, Marlene. Thanks for listening to the show, Marlene. Uh, hey! <laughs> Person just texted us, hey. Okay. Hey! Hey, uh, hey, Goober. Hey, I'll, Gomer. I'll send it back. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Eric Gray has the wow factor, but what about the oh mama factor? I think that's what we're all missing. Mm, I don't think Eric Gray's ever had an oh mama. I don't think Marcus Major has either. It was probably too hot for folks at the game to be watching <laughs> Eric Gray. <laughs> I see the one above that. You see the text above that? Uh, uh, from that same guy. Go back to that same guy. Uh, if Toby was the bad boy he says he is, he'd play the Rudy's right, clip. Right. <laughs> I still need to be an employed boy. That's the problem. <laughs> That's more important than a bad bad boy. I'm a bad boy, but still got to feed the kids. Uh, Braxton from Edmond. Marcus Major runs really, really hard. Got to be my favorite back we've got. Kind of runs like Marshawn Lynch in his meme where he says, 
run through a bleeping face. He runs hard. I agree. Yeah. I like Marcus Major a lot. I again, I think we need both. Maybe all I think three. you need multiple running backs in a season, regardless of the level of football you're playing. So what I'm taking away from our response today is, um, they the there's been a lot of great support, but Sooner fans would love for the carry total to have been reversed Shifted. on Saturday. It needs to shift for him. Yeah, they feel he's being held back. Instead of Eric Gray having, let me see if I can, I had the stats pulled up. I think I still do. Golly, did I click off of that? I think it was, was it 16 carries that he had for 102? 16 or 17, yeah. Here it is, here it is. Uh, Instead of Eric Gray having 16 carries and Marcus Major having seven, they would like that flipped or more like 12 and 12. I think that's what they're saying. Yes, yes. I Endorse that, agree with it, like it. If Marcus Major knows his blocking assignments and hangs on to the football, I do not think there is a big enough difference between those guys that if you are chancing Dylan Gabriel getting hurt or turning over the ball in a big game, it's worth it. So if DeMarco Murray gets to the point where he trusts Marcus Major to know his blocking assignments and hang on to the football, Maybe he's there now. I don't know. But if he gets to that point, I endorse the idea of these two guys splitting carries evenly. I just get the impression he's not there yet based on what they're saying right now. Somebody wants to know what your go-to at Rudy's is. My favorite thing is at Rudy's is the stew. But I like a lot of things at Rudy's. I, last night I got brisket. Turkey's really good, too. But the stew is next level. I don't know that you can go wrong. I mean, you can go all the way down to their banana pudding and whatever else you want to get into. It's all pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> How many times did Eric Gray get ankle tackled or tripped up on his way out of the gate last year? He was close to breaking off some big runs. It's just a matter of time before he breaks off some wow runs. Terry from Dewey. Yeah. Good point, Terry from Dewey. He did get tripped up a lot. Need to be able to stay on your feet and, and turn a five-yard gain into a 10-yard gain. Good text, Terry. You know where Dewey is, TJ? I don't know where Dewey is, to be honest. Right next to Leroy and Lucius. Ah, Thank you. Thank you. He can't play highlights, people, but he can drop dad jokes. Can I make jokes about former Sooners still? <laughs> hey, when are we dedicating that statue, by the way? That's coming up. Um, Kansas State game, maybe? I think it might be the Kansas State game. The new Selman Brothers statues going right? up. Yeah. Well, I don't know which game. I'll have to get confirmation on which game. But it's first half of the season, I think. That's going to be cool. For some reason, and I don't know how they would have time with this. There's too much going on. I was thinking homecoming, but there's too much going what on. What game's homecoming? homecoming? I'd have to look. Okay. I, had, I had looked this up, and I don't remember. Uh, I saw a bowl projection that had OU and USC at the Alamo Bowl. Oh, yeah, that was your boy Brett McMurphy yesterday. Like he's just trying to start. Yeah, Brett thing. McMurphy like, trying, to be a, trying to be a troublemaker. Yeah, he's trying to be a troublemaker. Would you like that or not? I wouldn't like it because of the bowl it is. That means okay. some things probably haven't gone well in the Big would, 12 Would you for like you. to play USC, or would it be too scary? Yes. 
Yes. No, I would like to I would like to do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh it's the Kansas game October 15th. That that's the statue or that's That's homecoming. homecoming. That's homecoming. homecoming. All right, somebody out there listening that knows, maybe Zach's listening. Let us know what game the uh, Selman statue is being uh dedicated, unveiled, all that kind of stuff. Quick break, 8:34 T-Row in the morning show Working Man Wednesday. We'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I cannot believe that female reporter. They're still shocked by that? Just, I mean, that is gutsy. Awesome. Brian Kelly yesterday, LSU, if you haven't seen it yet, TJ played it in the first hour. Brian Kelly had his weekly press conference yesterday, new LSU head coach. And uh, he he's chastising somebody or multiple somebodies in the media for being late. He's trying to be funny about it. And, uh, well, here it is. Listen, see if you can tell what she says. <laughs> she said, maybe if you win... I'll be on time. Wow. I didn't like him at Notre Dame, but he is so much more unlikable now. Like, even at the press conference, like, in his dress shirt and his jacket here. and Pocket square. Pocket square. And I'm just like, it's just such an awkward fit. Hey, man, listen, you lose, you can't start out your press conference joking around. Right. You got to come out and show now, remorse. Now, um, I did. I don't think I got to this text earlier. I believe it was Dylan that sent it in. Said, "Hey, what about the reporter being responsible and having a job and being on time?" And I, I get that. I get that side of it. Um, but she was probably just scurrying in and sitting down. He didn't even probably need to point it out. There's we too don't much. Know. There's too much unknown to know if right, she deserved right. criticism or not. It could be that sometimes at these. Um, Weekly press conferences, they will have uh, breakouts beforehand with players or assistant coaches or something around the room Mm -hmm. where you're getting one-on-one interviews or whatever, and then the coach starts, and so you scramble up to there. Uh, There's too much unknown. Maybe she deserves some criticism, maybe not. Be there on time. I got you. But that's a line, man. Give her a raise, I say. That's awesome. Hey, uh, she got a lot more attention yesterday than had she just been there sitting asking a normal question. (laughs) Maybe if you win. Name's out there a lot more now. I got a a prediction for you. Prediction of the day on the Ref Radio Network. You can listen to this station from 6 to 6 today. You will not hear a bolder prediction than this one. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Are you ready? Now I'm ready. Yes. The Big 12 will lose five games this week. Ouch! That goes back to my joke of keep being vanilla and not showing anything until Baylor. Five games. Yes. I'm going to repeat it. The Big 12 will lose five games this week. Now, your prediction didn't go well last week when you picked Kent State to be or to uh, UTEP to be OU. Are you leaning uh, Kent State this week? No. Okay. I didn't right. predict that last week either. <laughs> Oklahoma will not be one of the five. I thought that's what you said last week. I'm going to tell you how it's going to happen, okay? Uh, unlike you, I think Texas is going to lose to Alabama. I think 
Iowa State's going to lose to Iowa because they well, always do. Uh, they always do. But Iowa was horrible last doesn't week. Doesn't matter. They couldn't score. That the, game was terrible. Doesn't matter. They uh, they hypnotize Iowa State every year. That's and true. They, they'll That's put true. 40 points on the board this week. Somebody will lose the Kansas-West Virginia game. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm predicting that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's three. I think Baylor is going to lose at BYU. Wow. Teddy and Gabe disagree with this because they're both in love with uh, Dave Aranda. Uh, I like disagree you with you too. With you too. I work with a bunch of people that like Baylor more than Oklahoma folks. <laughs> That's not true. Holy cow! That's not true. Love Baylor. Can around we not here. think a guy's a good coach without you thinking we like that guy more than no. someone else? No, you cannot okay. think that. That's like telling. That's like you telling your wife. You know what? That's a really attractive woman over there. Let Let me know how that goes for you. No, I don't want you bragging. My about- wife will point out a woman for me if she's really I hot. I forgot about the whole dream about you and Baker and all that kind of stuff. My bad. <laughs> My bad. I think Baylor's going to lose. You know, BYU's favorite in that game? Are they? Uh, which I haven't looked at the odds yet this week. I have not seen it in my pick like the rest of the crew. Which is uh, a little surprising because Baylor's a top 10 team, but it tells me a little something. tells me a little something. You know, because Provo, Utah is not far from Las Vegas. And I think that must mean that they BYU's know something a, out BYU's there. BYU is a good program, so I'm not going to yeah. be shocked if they beat Baylor. That's I think not they're going to be a massive upset. That's a 9-15 p.m. game, by the way, which means we can watch oh, it during the postgame show. I like that. I like having something on during the postgame show in the booth. That's four, okay? I've got Texas, Iowa State, Baylor going down, and then somebody's losing the Kansas-West Virginia game. That's four. And the fifth loss will come from one of these three. Either OSU is going to fall to Herm Edwards, Kansas State's going to lose to Missouri, or Texas Tech's going to lose to Houston. One of those three are going to drop a game. I could see all three of those happening. You could have way more than you're even predicting. It's it's possible, but I'm going to say that this this is a bloodbath of a week for the Big 12. Texas Tech's without their starting quarterback, although their backup might be better than their starter. But they don't have Shuck. Um, K-State, you know, looked good last week, but this is an SEC team they're going to play. And OSU, Arizona State, I don't know what to think of the OSU defense right now, quite frankly. So on face value, each of those three games, I would probably slightly lean toward the Big 12 team. But law of averages, one of them's going to lose. I mean, technically, the BYU game, you got to have a Big 12 winner. Eventually, yeah. yeah. It's future. Yeah. How about that? Five, I'm predicting five Big 12 teams lose this weekend. I kind of hope you're right. I mean, I mean, none of those involve Oklahoma, so it doesn't bother me at all if it's eight yeah. of them, you know, rather than five. So <laughs> just complete, just complete, annihilation just of the entire conference. Des- destroy the conference, yeah. Hmm. Well. Yeah, because somebody's also got to win the Kansas-West Virginia game. So we can only get to, as long as OU wins, eight is the max. I, I like, there, there were some nice things I saw out of West Virginia last week. I agree. Week. So I, I, I think can't, uh, West Virginia wins Should've that won. game. Yeah. If he goes for it on fourth down, they win the game. Probably win the game. Right. And Desmond's final four prediction is trashed. But uh, a little too conservative there. All right. Is Chris Plank in the building? I thought I saw he's, him sitting out sitting there. sitting up here in the front oh, lobby, yeah. That's the, excited to see my friend. We'll take a break. 
I share a microphone with my friend next. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Oh, mama. Wow, mama, you're the bird lady. Put the ponies in the barn. You got it. Track of all gone. And they can't take that from. It's always got that. I don't know though. If I think about it, that did air. We may not be able to play that anymore. Chris Plank joins us now. Crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. So all that audio I chopped up, I can't use. He's been out there editing clips from the Rudy. I don't show. think that's right. I think that's incorrect. How can it be on the podcast? And then it can't be aired here. I'll fight it. Let's go. Storm. <laughs> I'm with you. Storm the gates for my Pretty audio. much six to noon uh, mm-hmm. is our shows are, have just been um, trashed. I loved listening last night. It was night, a good though. show last night. Can we re-describe it? Can we have someone recreate in Brent's voice? Well, Maybe acting. that's what you do. You come in and you act as uh, Brent in the role, <laughs> and Toby interviews you again. The coolest thing I thought from last night, well, outside of listening to you and Teddy and Gabe and Caleb Kelly. Right, of course. Was the breakdown of the week. Yeah, he went day, He went not just day by day, like hour by Out, hour. Minute by minute. Mm-hmm. And it, made, it, it makes you realize how every <laughs> – how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And everything is minute by minute, second by second. Um, you know, 90% of the game plan being in on Monday night, that's huge. Um, looking at – and that, which is a stress on the coaches, right? And wild to think that, you know, we tape Coach's Corner on a Monday. So when Miguel Chavis and Jeff Levy are in there, I, I wonder if there's a stress in their mind where it's like, okay. I, I've got to get my game plan in, and I'm sitting here talking to these yahoos. But yeah, it was it was really good, man. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's available on the podcast. Is it up there now? It's it's up. Okay. It is up right now. So you can um, check it out. It sounds like he has also instituted what Bob used to do, which is like Thursday night family night. Yeah, I saw that. Um, where done, you're done at five. You, everybody's got to be out Thursday night to yep. go spend time with their family, and they can come in a little later on Friday. I, I have no idea if that was the case under Lincoln or not, but I know it was under Bob. It was important to him that they always have that Thursday night family night. So it sounds like Brent has carried on that tradition. Yes, and it's cool. and it's really cool. Um, you know, I'll say this. to Does, does Coach's Corner still air, TJ, on Thursday night through the yes. network? Okay. Yeah. And it's available, I think, this afternoon on ESPN+. Wednesday Plus. on ESPN+. Okay. It is – Today, yeah. Um, it's a must-listen, must-watch. Okay. Because, A, Miguel Chavis is a rock star. <laughs> I think we all know that. Right. But Jeff Jeff Lebby, I saw that – it was funny, Dirty. I think we talked about this the other day. I saw the angry face from Jeff Lebby yesterday whenever we were talking before we started taping about a few things from oh, yeah? Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You saw the – Okay, this man can't. I don't think I've seen the angry face before. I, I saw it. I saw it. It was what, awesome. What was it in regard to? Um, let's be generic because hmm. I don't want to set it, off a was firestorm. It, was, it was an individual player? There was an individual play. Okay. And there were how things might have looked aesthetically midway through the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Not anything to do with the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of 
get what I'm throwing down. But it's great. My point in bringing it up is it's great. Right. You learn a lot. There's a new phrase. Um, that it, he, this is off the air. Now, yeah, the the, the oh, anger gotcha. was off the air. I was like, okay. oh. But and then on the air, you could sense there was a couple times because we had we had plays and there was a little frustration on a couple of things when he sees it. Mm-hmm. But he is. You you get it why he's going to be a head coach, right? When you right. and that's the first time I've interviewed him. You know, we've done tons of stuff with him, but that was the first time really in a setting to sit down, chill, have game tape on, and and to kind of hear him talk about his team. So, uh, Sooner fans are going to love it. Uh, on the and it drops on the podcast Friday morning. It'll be on the Sooner Radio Network, I, and, and we we get down on Thursday nights uh, locally. So it's going to be fun, man. It's a really good and Miguel Chavis is just pure energy. Mm-hmm. Did you see his sunglasses on Saturday? He broke out those Oakley Vipers. I didn't see that. He he was wearing them on the sidelines. Yeah, he literally had uh, like the baseball players wear yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and it's different because those dudes that hold up the tarps, that kind of yeah, the blo- sh- the shield, the coaches. They're in my spot. That's where I stand. <laughs> Did you move them? I'm like, listen, guys, I don't know what you're doing here, listen, but this is where I... I got seniority around here. <laughs> but the other thing that I noticed <laughs> is I wanted to, after the game, those dudes' forearms, they're holding them up. Oh, yeah. And it's and they're having to move. And Who I, is it? Are they GAs? I or? think they're GAs, but I don't think they rotated guys. I felt like Equipment it was the managers. I felt like it was the same two or three. If that's dudes true. The whole that's game. a burn you can't imagine. That, I know. That's got to be killing them by the end. I, I, if it, they may have, but I felt like. And when they're on offense, it's like, oh, you know, they do not like the hurry up offense. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> we need to go down. Have your uh, who? What's the guy that does the field? Uh, uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name. Who's oh, our, who's Jason. Our? Jason Ferris. Ferris. Yeah. yeah. We need to paint squares on each. This side This is of, Plank's area right, right here. <laughs> on each side of the Just benches. Put tape so. Radio in there. It's it's so unique to see. Because you're outside the coach's box. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, I'm I'm be I never I hardly ever see the game. To be, I watch the game on the big screen. You need to wear your, your national call. championship rings. Well, I, that would give right. you a little more. Like, Start wearing those, and whenever I'm hey, trying to get in a spot. Show me rings. Just show my ring, and I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm endorsed by Patty Gasso. I'm going to need you to move. Hey, uh, uh, Ryan Leaf coming up at 10 a.m. Oh, this really? morning. Andy Staples in about 30 minutes from Ryan now. Ryan Leaf's a color analyst That's for this right, game on, on ESPN, ESPN Plus. On uh, Saturday, calling it with uh, news for weatherman Mike Morgan. I And Mike Morgan's coming on Friday. So we got it all taken care of. We can talk about the weather. Very cool. That's it for me today. Sorry about that show. <laughs> Just hit delete on it. We'll it try again awesome. tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.